What is up, everyone? My name is Kyle. I'm with Danny. This is Edited Truth. We got some things to talk about this week. We got some good, the bad, and the ugly. I watched every single Mission Impossible movie. I'll talk about that oh a little God. bit. That'll be fun. Um, we got some news to talk about. Oh, another thing uh, I forgot to mention to you. I have a new segment this week. I call it Pirate Charts. I'm excited for Pirate <laughs> Charts. I am also um, excited for that. Yeah. I kind of think I know what you're getting at by that title, but uh, I'm not going to jump the shark and assume. All right. Cool. Um, so let's uh, get into it. How are you this week, Danny? Tell me about your life. That's deep. Um, I don't know. I had an existential crisis today. No. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Therapy talk. No, that, 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 my life is good. It could be much worse. I'm definitely a fortunate human being. Mm. I don't have monkeypox, so. Ooh, that's always good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm happy about that. Thinking positive. Yeah. Um, we only got one one video this week, Danny. Just one. Uh, it's a commercial from the '90s. You excited for this commercial? Oh, this I is, love '90s commercials. Is, They're this great. Is, this is gonna be an interesting take. Okay. An interesting okay. marketing take. The way this dude tries to bring people into his business is interesting. Okay. Business, business. That's what I thought you were saying. Okay. I rolled with it. I was like, Here, I like that. Would you like some drugs? <laughs> the first one is oh, free. Uh huh. Want to check out my van? I got some candy. Oh, no. Hey, kids. Want to join our gang? It's mm -hmm. great paint under our Look bed. at this old man. This is great. No, no. I'm going roller skating. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I want to be addicted to roller skating. Hard cut. <laughs> because we're roller skating today, oh, no. he's going to Prison is for people that I'm Brad Armstrong, owner of Roller Kingdom in Reno, Nevada, uh, keeping your kids off the streets since 1999. Uh, Hold on, let me this. Dude said 19. Like this is past. Like this is late stage 90s. This guy has been around. Like, not like since 91, 99. So he like started. He's probably just keeping him off the street for a few years. I like his marketing approach. So he gets parents where he's just like, these parents are so afraid. They're like, these kids could be doing anything. Yeah. But if they're roller skating, they're out of trouble. They're not in trouble. Let's, let's I say no to that. unplanned pregnancy. I say no to men. <laughs> Whoa. I'm Whoa. I say yes to roller skating. Oh, my goodness. Man. Out of business. You said it, man. This deal sucks. But you know what? what? Maybe we should give up this life of crime <laughs> and start roller skating. Does it make you want to roller skate? I feel like I feel like the framing for some of these children was a little too a little appropriate. It, like, I feel like they went a little far with some Johnny. Your lines is. <laughs> I'm not addicted to math. I'm addicted to roller skating. <laughs> What's math? Yeah. Oh Jesus! It's, oh, that was good. All right, uh, I believe it. It reminds me of that the mini mall guy and like all those other weird like public public access like uh, commercials and just infomercials that were really rough. But they had a message. He thought he was clever. He's like, "Oh, f use fear to sell this roller skating." Use fear. Fear always works, especially in the nineties. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I don't know anyone who went to prison. What roller skate? <laughs> yeah. Especially have one of the kids say that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some news this week, Danny. You want to talk about some news that's going on? Yeah, let's get into some news. I don't believe that you want to talk about news. I don't believe you at all. I, I mean, I particularly know that uh, no news is good news, but yeah. yeah I like I like that sentiment. Um, so let's run that. By learning <laughs> things we don't need to know about. Hard left. Shall we? Yeah. Um, let's start off with, uh, hmm, where do I want to start off with news? We're going to start off with some tech news first. All right. Intel okay. is exiting the Nook business, the little tiny PC business, which is so dumb because right now it's really hard to get your hands on a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Uh, and they're going for like a hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, for that price, you could get a little one of those little Intel, like kind of like how our friend has, little computer, mm-hmm. cheap for like two hundred bucks. Same price as an overpriced Raspberry Pi currently, mm-hmm. and it's like twenty times as powerful with a better PC, uh, with a better power supply. Keeping that low, especially P- this is the idea that people use these for like little tiny servers. Yeah, there's for the most part. well, like there's this high demand right now because of that vacuum created yeah. by the lack of Apple Pie or the Pie market kind of mm-hmm. being just cleaned out. So they could have stepped in and filled that void. And people really like championed up like a whole new paradigm. P because of the shortage of pies, people seem to really love these little tiny. Intel computers, but Intel's like, nah, we're getting out. We're done. That's we sucks. are done. Um, I'm gonna have to find some. Look, look at uh, maybe some like businesses. It. See if they're selling any on the cheap. You'd be lucky because now that this news is out, they're gonna be. They on, might go up. Yeah. They're gonna be. They probably already have. Who as, knows? as we're saying this, it's it's Who already getting raked up. Knows. Um. Yeah. So keep your eyes out on those if you're interested in home labbing stuff uh let's move on to some video game news danny uh you wanna you wanna take the reins on on this little uh news about a company that made a uh what is the name of the game Golem? it's just called golem it's a lord of the rings golem game is what just the bad game bad that bad lord of the rings golem game is what everyone calls it that bad so i mean that's not news that's like everybody knows that but Mm -hmm. apparently that game tanked so hard that it took out the developer which was like Daedalic Entertainment was a German developer that was relatively unknown, did some indie mm-hmm. games, not much going on for it, but this game was them hedging their bets on the IP being that popular that a low-quality game could still carry it and like get it past its sales like quotas, and it did not, and they just folded right away. <laughs> so they're no longer a company. And I hadn't seen that happen in a long time where like a game failing took a company down but apparently that still happens and i always wonder like is it ip damage sometimes that ruins a game or does it overall like just become a thing where people just assume any ip that's popular can be a safe bet and they mm. and they get the rug pulled out from under them because that's kind of what happened here it feels yeah unfortunate they're really relying on this ip it's not like their Rings of Power did any favors for them. So people were like, they're probably already really skeptical of the brand. And so when they came to this game and they saw something that was kind of rushed and like 
lazily like shoved out on just IP branded or branding alone. It mm-hmm. it just was like a it was a bad situation from start to be finish. There mm-hmm. were there was this one little side thing that I, I picked up on that there was blame being thrown around by one of the the developers as the Ring of Powers was like getting bad press. Right. They said At a lot of that time. splashed off onto them and it was like a formation of like a steamroll effect, like a snowball effect. And so that's that is funny. We're honest. They're like, you guys didn't help. <laughs> it's just everything sucks. Lord of the Rings nowadays. It's it's happening. It's like a Star Wars thing, where you get these lazy attempts where people cash in on the IPs and it goes nowhere, and now you get these like shoddy like these shoddy games left in as like archives to time for us to like hang on and look back and be like, why why does this keep happening? Why indeed? Why we never learn? Like like it's a graveyard. Yeah. I mean, we could go back to the 90s with that easily and look at all those failed IP game adaptations. 80s with the E.T. even, but that was a, that's a thing in itself. Oh, True. Uh, did you ever watch that documentary I put on the server? The E.T. one? It's all just about the landfill and like the failure of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this guy's good. good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like great or anything, but it was like, ah, you don't know, this stuff's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, that kind of fucked that that developer too. So crazy. Um, This also reminds me of a little different because they actually did something Mm -hmm. good. Was uh, what is it called? Rhythm and Hughes, I think, is the name of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the visual effects for Life of Pi. Oh. And it won Best Oscar that year for Best VFX. Uh-huh. Uh, and they went out of business the same year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's unfortunate. Because yeah. that actually was, to me, that was one of the better parts of that movie was the visual effects. Right? That tiger, man. Well, the lights and just the different settings. They yeah. really the visual effects brought them to life very well instead of making them feel like alien like most modern movies do. True, true, yeah. true. Um, let's talk about Boulder's Gate. A lot of a lot oh, of interesting shit. news, right? So we got the news oh about in-game newspapers that'll respond <laughs> to your choices within the world, which is interesting. That's cool. And That's the fact cool. that we could actually control the press, we can yes. raid them and force them to yeah. write what we want to write, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. It is a, I mean, they're saying that there's going to be so much content to this game that you could be lost for like someone. I've seen some absurd like 700 hours. So it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's just the probabilities and the absurdity. But I mean, and it's like that is cool. And that's fascinating. That's actually really cool. And worthwhile, but let's let's get to the meat and potatoes here of what's going on in this Boulder Skate game. You could just be a bear and fuck someone. Yeah, that was my next topic. Is, is that you could be a druid, you could turn into a bear, and you could have sex as a bear, or you could be like any of the wild shapes. Whatever, you could be like a badger, animal, a spider. You, you could be an arachnid. You know, you could fuck. I want to see that. I want to see how that goes Ooh, no. down. How's the spider how sex scene going to play out? Oh. You could be a spider. That fucks like a half vampire dude, and then you get like a whole cutscene for it. And it's they took time. That's like I know I see now why this game took so long to release. They had to, they had to do all the different programming for the different yeah. bestiality scenes. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Oh, okay, okay. So this just takes me right now Ooh. to like, do you know like when you're going down like a YouTube rabbit hole and like yes. games where you're like, let me see everyone's like specials or like everyone's finishers. Yes. Now it's gonna be like. Here's a quick cut of all the bestiality cutscenes in the fucking Baldur's Gate 3. 
I wonder if YouTube will flag them. I, that's a good question. Will that's a good they? fucking question. I wonder if they already have been flagged by their own press conference. It's getting wild. I'm excited to see that. I mean, Uh, I I can't wait to play this game, but I'm blown away that this is actually even possible. Right. This is a whole bar. No holds bar. Any of the weird shit that's ever happened in a tabletop campaign seems to be possible in this game, and I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Three more weeks. Three more weeks. Mm. Uh, Check out Baldur's Gate when it comes out. Moving on to entertainment news. Danny, I told you about this yesterday. Superman Legacy cast. Ah. So we have four. Hot girl. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Isabella Merced Mm -hmm. playing hot girl. Um, She was uh, was Dora. Yeah. And she was exploring. Exploring now. The the explorer. Yeah. Um, We got... uh, Eddie Gathagy as uh, Mr. Terrific. He mm-hmm. played Darwin in First Class, First class back yeah. in the day. You know that person who has the ability to evolve to any, evolve situation, to any situation and, and never die? Was nope. never able to, yeah, and then he just instantly died. Yeah, yeah that guy. Like, well, I'll just uh, blow you up. It's like, no, oh, you would have teleported, but all right. I'm glad <laughs> he's getting back in it, though. He's getting fun. some, getting a second chance. He's, he's getting the. Uh, I guess you would call it the uh, the Deadpool. He's been in a lot of things. Haven't seen any of it, unfortunately. He's getting uh, his Ryan Reynolds run. Yeah. Um, and finally, we have, as Guy Gardner, oh, we yeah. have the one, the only Nathan Fillion, of course, because it's okay. a James Gunn film. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to be in it. But an uh, interesting choice, because mm-hmm. that's like a role that sticks around, I imagine. Yeah. And right? that's a great choice overall, just as like uh, character choices in the in the universe for, for a movie. Yeah, Mr. I've been interested in Mr. Terrific. Yeah. To come around. I enjoy Mr. Terrific. His weird like aspect of like how he kind of fits throughout time and like messes with a lot of pivotal moments in like the DC history. Like that would yeah. be interesting. So they could world build using him. And not be kind of like uh, bloated about it. Yeah, true. Yeah, he comes with like his own built-in MacGuffins. Ah. <laughs> wah, wah, oh, geez. I don't know. James Gunn did better with the Suicide Squad than anyone else. But true. even then, like having had time to like go back and look at that movie, it's not that much like of a breakthrough when it comes to like his approach to the making. Special, yeah. yeah, like his other movies, like the. The Guardians movies felt like they were better than that movie, technically. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of get a little concerned. And I'm like, mm, it's going to be like weak Guardians movies for the rest of the DC run. It's a problem. It's competency in a sea of mediocrity. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, it's something. Uh, it's not good, but I'll take it. Yeah, and I, I didn't dislike um, Brightburn. I just didn't think it was great either, though. No. I was kind of lost at the point of like him like building up the movie and then ending it. And I'm like, oh, damn it. But I like Super. Super was good with Rain Wilson. Like Super that was, was good, yeah. If he could do more stuff like that, like I think this is more ground level. Like, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't he involved in that Batgirl movie? Is that not? No. No. Who did no. that Batgirl movie? That no never idea who did. And that's never coming out. It's not coming out. Never coming out. That is never. That's done. I'll never. I'll never accept the fact that they made. It's like that turned into the. That's the modern like Fantastic Four. That's insane. They literally. We're just like we'll write it off. Rather than try to make some money back on it. Yep. Well, just so we can keep this IP going and fresh for when James Gunn gets here and he'll try again. <laughs> Apparently, 
what is it called? The Flash would have made more money if it just went directly to streaming because less yeah. money would have spent on marketing. Mm-hmm. So uh, they would have just taken the less of a loss. Yeah, yeah, easily. I, I don't know why they got funny. this. They suck at I business. I mean, we went through this whole thing about how like summer blockbusters have kind of hit a, like a bu- like mm. a busting point. So like, I don't know what's going on with them thinking that the Flash coming to theaters was like a good move. Maybe they thought somehow it would be like that Spider-Man movie, The No Way Home. Maybe yeah. that will have the uh, same effect. I don't know. That was maybe, wild. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it just maybe blind ambition. That's that's all's going to be their downfall. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'll Let see. I'll see the Superman. I'll probably see it. But, yeah. But I pirate. could care. I'll, <laughs> Yeah, I'll pirate the shit there out of it and see it go. just to see. I'm more excited for Nathan Fillion in that out of anyone. There you like go. that's the only thing. Yeah, they might actually finally do a live action Green Lantern right. <laughs> it might fucking happen in our Hopefully. lifetime. We'll I, I'm not gonna hold my breath, but yeah, we'll see. that'll be fun. Um, speaking of pirating, let's move on yeah. to pirate charts. So this is inspired by. Dan Merle's YouTube channel, and he does a segment called Charts with Dan. Really great. Breaks down everything about the box office. Highly recommend you check it out. Okay. This is the pirate version of that. So I'm going to Pirate Bay, any version of any clone. Uh Take your pick. Uh They're all the same. Yeah, they have the same purpose. And I'm looking at the top torrents uh, movie-wise. Okay. Uh, I probably won't do this often because once like a big like Marvel movie or something comes, it just stays there for a while. Yeah, it's kind of predictable. So point. I'll do this. Well, maybe like, I don't know. Every like month or so instead of weekly. Yeah. Um, but all right, you ready for this? Let's do it. This is as of uh, seven July 9th. Um, so this is before Mission Impossible. Okay. Came out. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, we'll start with uh, number five, which is fascinating. Uh, It's called a movie called More Than I Want to Remember. Um, Okay. It's on, fuck, what is it on? It's on Paramount Plus. Something I never would have heard of before, but it's... it's Number five, Pirate. Number five, it has... Six hundred six thousand eight hundred and twenty seeds okay. between two torrents, and the top torrent has three thousand six hundred and eighty-seven seeds. Okay, so that a download in like a blink of an eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, and let's see. So this is it was like the winner of the NAACP awards. It's like an animated short about like an African child. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can get like a better description. That One was just night, a short. And it's wow. It looks like it's a short, probably like a four twenty minute short. Um But still to have those numbers that's one great. night at her home in Southeast Congo, fourteen year old Baguni mm-hmm. awakes to the sounds of bombs as her family scatters to the surrounding wow. forest to save themselves. Baguni finds herself completely alone. Um remember Waltz for Bashir, Waltz with Bashir, like about eight Maybe ten years ago, yes, it's an animated film about um, a bombing and uh, 
the Middle East. Um, this, yeah, this yeah, kind of gets those vibes. Yeah, this bit. was that was also like something that get like an Academy Award or something like that. And I was nominated. Something. I'm not, I'm not sure for one. And definitely has a slight Grave of the Fireflies vibe to it as well. Yes. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, this is something that would never make a list like that. That's why I, I'm interested in looking at this. And yes. I'm gonna check yeah. it out. Yeah, because essentially it it's what what is the globe want? Like what is the globe? interested in exactly as, a, as one um okay number four uh with uh six thousand eight hundred twenty seeds across two torrents with the top torrent being three thousand six hundred eighty seven mm-hmm. is uh extraction two which is on netflix right now i haven't even seen extraction one i haven't seen that movie either it's about uh, thor th- thor Mr. Stra- Mr. Extraction, and he does adventures. Apparently, it's hot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about that. Um, let's move on. Number three, uh, with uh, eight thousand three hundred and five seeds across two torrents, with the top torrent at five hundred uh, five thousand four hundred forty-four. John uh-huh. Wick Chapter Four. Mm. And that had been out for a while now. And that's, so it's been yeah. So, so it's, that's it's been steady at okay. that place for a little bit. Yeah. Number two is Fast X. Uh, oh my gosh! It has eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty-six seeds across three torrents, with the top torrent being fifty-six hundred and seventy-two seeds. But that makes sense because the global appeal of that movie yeah, franchise that is insane. Because like that movie literally takes place in all the or those movies take place yeah. all around the world. So yeah, okay. That makes sense. Because I'm like, man, that's been out even longer than Yes. The other movies. So, exactly. Wow. Um and number one with ten thousand three hundred and six seeds across four torrents with the top torrent being seventeen thousand four hundred and four seeds. The Mario movie. No, right? Oh, no. Like you would think that would be up there for like ever. Yeah. For like all of time for it's now. As loud as everyone uh, made it seem was like the fervor for it was, but, but no, no, what? What is Guardians it? Guardians of Galaxy 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just oh, kill, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, oh. so that is number three. But the most surprising thing is whenever a new movie comes out, whatever the cam version of that week is or whatever, that's usually the top of the week. Last week... Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones came out. No cams. It was number seven. That were worth downloading. It was number yeah. seven. The yeah. t- Indiana Jones yeah. Telsync only had one torrent at uh, 2,880 seeds at number seven. Six was Avatar Way of the Water. That thing fell hard yeah. in the box office. Like, so Indiana like Jones Indiana Jones is not only performing underperforming yeah. with paying customers. It's mm. underperforming with attention in general. People yeah. are willing to... Uh, would willing to download it illegally, yeah, uh, but not pay for it, right? They're not even. They're saying it's not even worth my time. Exactly. You could look at it as like the 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 gradient between like in like Rotten Tomatoes of like the critics score, but then the mm-hmm. fan score. It's like in that realm, you can literally see just with this, the audience focus, the overall appreciation amongst the temp- contemporaries. Like Indiana Jones is getting like sandbagged everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah. it's it's like a bloodbath to me, but. I don't know. I never understood how this ever got made, and you know it'll get made again. I mean, Chris, people didn't like Crystal Skull, really. So, true. There'll be another Indiana Jones until Harrison Ford dies, and, and that's why I'm starting this petition right now. 
Well, let's euthanize Harris support. Oh. Can we have uh, Bruce Willis do it? Let's have Bruce Willis, while he's still coherent, euthanize Harrison Ford. <laughs> Let's wait for him to get full, like, Alzheimer's, and then make it a game. Okay. We'll turn it into a reality okay, there's, show. Well, there's Bruce Willis remember like a, that he has to murder. Like a Squid Games with Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis can't remember that he has to kill. But he does keep remembering. Every now and then, he it comes Harrison back to. Ford. He's, he's like, like, I have to kill Harrison oh, Ford. Right, oh right, shit! Right, right. All right, let's do. Uh, uh, wait, what was that? They even befriend each other at one point. Yeah. It's like halfway through it. They're like drinking, and he looks up at him, and he's like, "I just remember it." <laughs> and he smashes his. Yeah, see, that would have been better than Indiana Jones. That movie would have done gangbusters. <laughs> I guarantee you, just on the Squid let's, Games premise alone, let's people love that. Let's see it. Let's make it happen, people. Yeah. I want to see it. Oh man, um. So that is uh, pirate charts. Let me know what you think. New things. I'm trying things out. I'm trying to paint a picture of the entire box office. Let's get into our good, bad, and the ugly. You ready for this, Danny? Let's hop in. Let's do it. Let's start with the good. I'm gonna start off, and I'm gonna say this is in my good, but it's good teetering ugly. Oh, um, like and that, that is uh, the new Superman show. I like okay. it. I You've actually cracked it. into it. Okay, yeah, I enjoy it. It's fun, um, but it's it's missing something. There's only one episode, so maybe maybe there's it's it more to come. But it didn't check all the boxes. Didn't for check you. all the boxes. It's not like episode one mm-hmm. of Invincible. Exactly where you're like, you're damn, saying. I am yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Credits yes. roll. You're like, okay, I'll be back mm-hmm. for two. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate, but I'm glad it's at least like holding your attention enough. Or you give it. Yeah, a, I'll be back for sure. That gives me hope because I'm gonna jump into that soon. I probably like marathon it. It looks, it looks fun. It looks like he. It, it sounds great. It looks like uh, Superman is gonna befriend like Daily Beagle people. That's gonna be like a day. Daily, he's gonna work with Daily Beagle people. Oh, that stuff things. always kind of reminded me in the comics, like more of like the older Archie stuff. So yes. that was kind of cool yeah. when he was like trying to do his like, or he's like a newsie on the corner, like do reporting and stuff. He's like extra, extra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's more older Superman. I'm interested to see how they do it in modern types. That'll be funny. Like, yeah. cause like I mean. I mean, the Daily Bugle still feels like a weird concept like, in 2023. A newspaper still around. They evolved J.K. Simmons into being like Alex it? Jones and like, that like makes stuff like that. That, makes that sense. worked. Right. But yeah, the yeah, Daily Bugle is a concept. Like, I don't know. Was it supposed to be like the New York Times now or something? I don't know. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> what, you're the surviving newspaper? Like, why do you have a building? Why isn't everyone working from home? What? Is this even like a viable job for him? Right. <laughs> like, I know. Like, what does he know? This is like Clark. He could get a better job. Like his parents are all depressed. They're like, what are you? What are you gonna go what back to school doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. He's like, fuck, man. I saved the world last night. I'm getting this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like it's super bad. <laughs> oh, that I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check that out though. Yeah. All right. Check it. Well, that's out. in the good. What's your good? Uh, that's kind of funny that you went that route because I also want the route of a TV show, an animated TV show, mm-hmm. an animated DC TV show. Fucking a man. We're lining up. Aquaman, King Aquaman. of Atlantis. That's my good. That was fun. That was fun, right? I, I enjoyed it. Wasn't yeah. it a good ride? There was yeah. like 
I've almost felt like guilty. Like I was like, I liked this and nothing about it made me hate myself. Like what's going on here? This is so <laughs> weird. I don't get it. How did DC do this better? Better yet. How did, how did the whole production company coming together? Like do this because it's such a weird thing. It's produced by James Wan. Yeah. Okay. It's really insidious. Wow. The insidious yeah. guy. Like he's, he's got, yeah, he's, he the one, did, he's uh, in production on this. He did the first Aquaman too. Oh right. yeah, he did do the uh, the Jason Momoa original Aquaman. He was James Wan, wasn't it? I forget that shit because it's all so bad. But yeah, that's, that's right, weird yeah. that he was in on this. But yeah, he's one of the producers that's involved, the main one. Wow, so he's actually involved in uh, the animated show. Yeah, and it's right actually on. I like it, it. Yeah, and it's not bad. And it's a uh, Keith Packets. Packets is the director who did like the uh, pretty much a lot of the show running. So. He did the Thundercats roar, and that's it. That's all he's got, like under his, like you know, under his checklist of like accomplishments. So, for this to be that good, and that was the only other thing he did, which that is good too. I haven't seen much of it, but I hear a lot of good things, and yeah. the clips I've seen have been fun. I like Thundercats, so I'll check it out someday. But this was really good. This was funny. This was like clever about how they use the mythos. This was really like laborless even though it was only three episodes each episode was like i believe like a movie it was like 60 minutes or something like that mm -hmm. so it was short but then they were they were still involving but it never felt tiring and so i enjoyed it i enjoyed how they cast everybody you'll recognize a lot of voices yeah. the comedy never really falls flat and like they don't even go into the realm of like james gunn's jokes about like aquaman fucking sharks and all that right. they but they still get that kind of like sneered cleverness to it so there's a lot of moments where it's like it, they do have like kind of deep cuts of dark humor and, and it's just kind of it's enjoyable so like i i'm i'm just so delighted that there's still good dc content coming out yeah especially in their animated realm because they started to get a little light mm -hmm. like they put out a lot of stuff over the last few years but like i have to say it's been kind of hit and miss with, with all that stuff like 50 50 yeah unfortunately yeah but hopefully this continues and they get another season Cool. Yeah. And if not, it ends. It ends. It's good. Things can end. I'm not saying things don't have to end. Don't take that. Don't take that wrong, internet. Never. Don't take that wrong. Never. Oh God, please stop this. <laughs> never. Oh things Jesus never Christ! What have I Danny, said? Danny, ah, fuck never me. End. All right. All right. Yeah. But that's my good. It's a bad now. Let's move it over to bad. <laughs> I hate Going it. To I hate bad. everything. Going to bad. All right. Um, but what's your bad? Bad for the week. Just because I want to talk shit. Yeah. Um, talk some shit. On Marvel is yeah, talk some shit on Marvel. Is Secret Invasion. This show is garbage, man. <laughs> what is happening in this show? Everyone's uh, just meandering. Like it has the tone of what you would expect from uh, like a Winter Soldier, but like it's mm -hmm. just it's just Nick Fury walking around half the time, and he's not really getting anywhere. Okay. And he, there's no real character progression until like usually the last 15 minutes of each episode. Um, we're getting super scrolls. I guess that's kind of cool. But other than that, no, nothing. Nothing is really clicking. Um, nothing really just, to it really does feel like they're fucking with you pacing wise these days. Almost like how. The Walking Dead was fucking with you at one point, where it's like, 
watch this episode. It's going to be amazing. And then it's a guy sitting in a dark corner just... talking to himself Nothing. for two hours. And Nothing. you're like, what the fuck? Like the, like how they, yeah, <laughs> they dragged up like the, Negan, Every, well, the original Negan stuff. Well, they like, tried forever. to, they tried to milk it. Well, they thought they could just like split everything out into like offshoots. So it, they're like, watch this other walking dead show. Yeah. So it kind of feels like that's what Marvel's doing now. Yeah. Or at least maybe it's not intentional, but unintentionally it feels that way. And that's not not a good place to be in. You yeah. don't want a Walking Dead your show, man. No, no, you don't want to. You don't want to wring that rag till it's bursting into flames. Yes, it's so dry, it's igniting. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that, and they've done that to like almost the the nth degree now at this point. Yeah. Well, their movies like collapsing on themselves with like how like their movies kind of parody their their own plots, mm-hmm. and then they almost like. I don't even know how it's going to work with the Deadpool movie. I'm so scared that all of it's going to fall flat. No, like we didn't talk about Deadpool Dr. in the news. Deadpool. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we circle back. See, we we, we got to bring it. We got to see Wolverine. <laughs> Breaking yeah. news. Yellow suit Wolverine. Yellow suit Wolverine. Officially confirmed. Tight spandex and blue and all. Deadpool movie. Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Good. It only Weird. took 21 years. We, did, we got the orange one in The Wolverine. So. The one in the suitcase, you yeah, yeah, one? the helmet, like that yeah. little, that little nod, which was nice. That was fun, but this looked, looked bad. You I think, like, I like the edited one you posted where it yeah, was shorter. It you yeah. made it with the actual it's okay. size. It's <laughs> what a world where that's uh, true. Uh, one day, you think he's gonna uh, wield the mask, or you think he's just gonna be maskless the whole movie? Um, they might even make a joke about it, and that's breaking the fourth wall how they normally do. But I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I hope they make him do that. That would be funny. Hugh Jackman to wear that mask the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for him, <laughs> it would kind of it would kind of be a, a show of like a show of purity of genuineness. That yeah. He's like really like yeah. I don't fucking care. You can't see my face. I'm here for fun. I love Wolverine. I always got that about him. Like with Logan, I got that he really wasn't bitter about the character. Mm-hmm. Like, he was actually happy about it. He was bitter he couldn't have ice cream. Let's put that on the record. He's yeah, gone on record that he, he hated that he could not have ice cream because he had to keep that body. But let's be real. He he made his career out of that. And, and he, he knows it. And uh, the, his Wolverine suit's fully covered. No yeah. arms showing. So it doesn't look like he's working out for this. No, he's definitely getting yeah. a bit of the Michael Keaton Batman suit like adjustment. Yeah. Like, Here's mean, your six-pack, Mr. Keaton. He still he's looks like, great. Yeah. Way better than Michael Keaton. But, Skid nuts. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he definitely Especially like, in that I'm Flash not, movie. I'm not doing like an arm pose where you see no. every little cut of shadow in my fucking veins. No. Yeah. No, we're not doing those shots anymore. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Uh, and they they got him in the hair. He's not going to be coming back with the the, the recut wig. Remember when they right. had to do the extra shots? Yeah. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so funny. That scene with the wolf too, where he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, no. that's that's fair. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know about. I'm still nervous. I mean, who knows? Deadpool might be great, but it's just I'm garbage. Hoping. Marvel's I'm garbage hoping. these yep. days. There's yeah. nothing really peaking in yeah. interest. Movies are garbage. I that mean, formula's done. It's been done. Guardians was fine, but other than that... But just... that's all cap off. That's all done. 
it's kind there's of nothing. Yeah, there's nothing really. Let's wrap it up. It's like Logan. It's, it's you, I don't know where they're going. Who like knows this Deadpool going? thing is. They cap it off. That'd be great. But you know he's gonna want to run with it as long as he can. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. You, but this will probably definitely be it for Hugh Jackman. Well, I don't know. Well, who knows? Who supposedly knows? it's gonna be like a a romp through like the Fox universe. That'll be like an end. Oh, a button on all the Fox things. Oh, so it's going to be a fucking Space Jam movie? No. Yeah, it's Space Jam. He's going to be all like, hey, <sighs> Space Jam too. Yo, it. what's up, Electric? What, uh, Electra, what up? Uh, yeah, because you, you said that, that she's... Affleck. And that's confirmed that Jennifer Garner is going to be in the Deadpool. I think. That's not confirmed. That's a, pos- that's a rumor? Know, I'm going to say, I've seen it tweeted uh, more than five mm, times. Okay, that's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jennifer Garner election. This is see now that shit sounds bad. That's the worst movie oh, I've ever man. seen. I walked out. That's the only movie I've ever walked out on. I mean, granted, it had like ten minutes left, but I was like, I'm, I'm just, I don't care anymore. I don't, I don't want. I don't even that. care anymore. I just got better things. I wanted to go get food. I was like, I'm just gonna eat. I don't. I didn't watch it. I never watched it. I, I just stayed back. I tried. Well, that was back when like superhero movies were new, and I was young enough to be naive to be like, oh yeah, this couldn't be bad. This even is... after Daredevil, I didn't see Daredevil in theaters yet. I actually oh, like I had never okay. seen it in okay. theaters, okay. so okay. like I was like, all right, let's check this out. Okay. And then I watched that in the same week, and I was like, oh, these these are all terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see. It. Let's bring back A One Ruffified. <laughs> His name is Let, Ruffa Fudd. Let's see the Ruffa Fudd. It's his name. His the actual, like, his family name is Ruffa Fudd. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, poor bastard. Ion or whatever. That's, that's fucking Dr. Professor. Or, yeah, Dr. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so those are so bad. Those Fantastic oh, Four movies. So yeah, Marvel's bad. That's your bad. That's my bad. What's your bad? A Cry in the Dark. Cry in the Dark. 1988. It's the starring Meryl Streep and uh, uh, Sam Neill. Mm -hmm. It's known in Australia as Evil Angels. Everywhere else it's Cry in the Dark. It's that A Dingo Ate My Baby movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That I thought was going to be really good, but was just frustrating. It was just... It's a Frederick uh, Shetsky is the Shetsky is the name uh, of the director, mm-hmm. and only other thing he made that I knew was uh, do you remember Mister Baseball with Tom Selleck where he goes to Japan to play baseball? It was I remember when I was younger. I mean, go back to watch it because it's just funny because it's like a lost translation, like it's fish out of water. Tom Selleck in Japan, mm-hmm. like seemed like kind of cool. I, I care less for the baseball stuff, but I'm like, okay, I'll check it out again. And I like that movie, but this movie didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. It was going to be a little more gritty and less like kind of just like more anxiety driven and frustrating. It didn't feel like the way the people that people feel over dramatic, like the melodrama was amped up too much. And so the acting didn't come across genuine. The people, how they reacted to situations didn't seem like plausible. So I just wasn't immersed in the movie. Like, so... It wasn't gritty. It didn't have any of the viability of the actors. And it's like their talents weren't put on to play. This is young Sam Neill, but it felt like he overacted a lot in this movie. And Meryl Streep. Well, yeah, and she was probably the most genuine of the overacting due to her position. But still, even her sometimes got a little weird where I was like, you don't seem real. Like, I, I almost want to laugh at you how much you're hamming it up. So 
that's why this movie is just bad for me. It didn't hold up in the way that I, I wanted mm-hmm. it to in my head from the, like just the pop culture references. I thought it was going to be an interesting like trial. Everything just felt so silly. Right. So silly. And it's just the truth behind all of it makes you just feel like even more <laughs> so frustrated. Ridiculous. Where you're just like, their baby got killed by a dingo and they <laughs> served time in jail because they thought that they killed their baby and not the dingo, even though they found evidence later on. They still did like three years apiece. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. it's just frustrating. It's it's I mean, sure, if you want to use this movie as a beacon to highlight how shitty things were in Australia at that time, especially in their legal system, that's great. But it's just too agonizing to get through to get to that message because right. that's later in the movie. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a it's a hard pass on this one for me. Hard every pass again. for Danny. Yeah. But yeah, there was just that screamy moment though, which I think I have my baby. <laughs> What's good? That was good, but not didn't okay. save it. Didn't okay, save it. Uh, but that's my bad. All right, that's your bad. Yeah. Let's move on to ugly. My ugly is now this one. Like my good, this is ugly, but it's like teetering on good. Oh, I like that. Those are yeah. good ones. Okay. That is Fourth uh, of July. <gasps> That's I, my ugly. <laughs> yeah. Oh All shit. Right. Let's oh. talk about it. Okay. All okay. Right. That's perfect. That, yes. Okay. <laughs> Mine was te- it's teetering. It was teetering on bad for me. That's funny though. Closer to bad. It's closer yeah. to bad. That's our difference. I like it. But, but do do why it's ugly. So it's ugly for me because the main the, the mainly the ending. I just don't agree with the message. I think about him and like essentially. He had these feelings for his family, and mm-hmm. he and he took them out on his family because he kept them inside all the time. And uh, and I think uh, the message it was trying to get across is like, um, try to say what you need to, but don't be mean about it. I don't know what, exactly what it was getting at at the end. It, it was just like Roadhouse. It's like be mean, be, but with a smile. With or a no, 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 smile. beat them up, but with a smile. With a, yeah, throw okay. them out, but always be nice. <laughs> I was just confused no, about that, and yeah, it was just was, like, oh, well, it was a bit up its own ass. Well, it family, was up its own ass. and I'm just all like, no, I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think that's. I just, I kind of rejected it at the end for that. But overall, I, I like Nick DiPaolo. That was great. Him being Nick DiPaolo. Uh I didn't care too much for the main actor. I don't know. He, I've seen somebody stand up. He's okay. Like Nick DiPaolo so was a, probably the best. And Louis as the therapist and Nick mm-hmm. as the like shitty uncle yeah. was perfect casting. Because Lucy K. I haven't seen any of the movies that he's directed or made, right. but like this one was the first one I saw. And I, I, Tang, you saw oh yeah, when I, I keep forgetting about Pootie Tang. Yeah, yeah. But then I I can't remember Pootie Tang, and the more I try to remember Pootie Tang, I just remember Undercover Brother, and it just gets confusing. Uh. <laughs> but this was the one that I was like, okay, let's see what Louis could do, and I'm like, okay, he's competent director, and he can cast some people right, and he gets how to use some of the people that he knows have acting talent that's within his comedian rogues gallery so um i appreciate what he did with that and i thought that there was a lot good to the movie but that message that you kind of touched on i thought was one of the the problems for me that was a little too up its own ass Mm -hmm. and and it felt like 
there was a better way to go about that. Like, of like you could kind of explain a, a, in a, a more nicer way, or not even a nicer way, but more of like laid out and concise way of like, you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar. Right. Like that's, that was kind of a, but he tried to get a little too cute artsy about it. Right. Where he was just like, but this is the, the pure truth. Like it's the beautiful, and it's in children's hands. Look at it. It's like, fuck, okay. Okay, Louie, take it easy. Is, let's look at your career and what's happened in the last few years before you want to take that moral high ground. But, but um, I was like, I was definitely, uh, I was definitely impressed and enjoyed the movie. I, I won't say it's it's bad, but it got close, and it's ugly to me because, god damn, was that family drama rough? I was Ooh. I was a little too close to home on some of those moments, and it made yeah. me it made me like I was like oh <laughs> a little yeah. cringe. So that, like, that yeah, it was it is it is a bloody like car wreck of like a family argument that plays out multiple times, and you can't look away. There's mm-hmm. even like a character who's not a part of the family that's in the scene that feels very much you. And I realized that late, like late into the movie, but I was like, oh, she's the audience perspective. I like mm. that. I didn't realize that until later on, and that's what Louis was doing. That's good. That's actually... the the girl, right? Yeah, yeah. the the girl that uh, the, the friend what, was of... it. Where it was like they kept making the joke to him, where it was like, oh, recently widowed, you know, huh? recently recently dead husband, you know, huh? check it out, she's single. <laughs> Try freaking out. It's like, and she's right there. She's like, just looking. At Ridiculous. <laughs> recently dead <laughs> that's so cool you know come on in uh so that was good that's good i like i like this movie it's odd for a fourth of july movie i i'd say it works if you if you are in a a more like fun head space and you're having like a good time and everyone's like joking about it because we're like oh we all have shitty families but like if it's like you want something a little more somber this is like the anti-sandlot almost like I would give okay. it as a nice yin and yang okay. to like Fourth of July if it's like if you like Fourth of July and you want a movie to watch, but you can't decide and you just want to split it, do this and Sandlot and just ride the in between. <laughs> Why? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll find something in the middle. Yeah, maybe. But it's up there. If not, then just say fuck it and put on Team America. You there can't you go. go wrong. There or Independence go. Day. It's literally called Independence Day. Exactly. That speech, man. Can't go with that speech at the end. Speech, man. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So, 4th of July is your ugly. What a list. What a list. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move on and talk about Mission Impossible. I watched. You gauntleted. You watched the whole fucking gauntlet. All of them. Now, before this, I've Mm -hmm. only watched one through three. That's more than me. I've only watched one and two. One and two, yeah. That's probably for the best. After two, most people abandoned this franchise. That was terrible. And that's probably on the bottom of the list, too. Uh, but the first one, uh, pretty good movie. We got Brian De Palma, who did mm-hmm. The Usual Suspects. He does. He's oh, yeah. really Palma's good at great. suspense. And if you watch this movie once and then watch it again with the people in the background, you notice that they're kind of like watch. There's like spies watching the spies. Yes, there is. And there's like a lot of like triple like crossing happening. There's a lot of fun with that. Right in plain sight. A lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, really fun. It's um, a very jarring movie too because like at our age when we first saw it, like I imagine you saw it when you were younger. 96. When they fucking kill Emilio Estevez. Right at the that, beginning with the eyes. With the eyes and the elevator. Like, I what Mighty Ducks was around that time. I was like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, Emilio, Coach Gordon Bundy. That was rough. That was like uh, from that point on. I was like, whoa, this movie's intense. 
I, I'm on all edges with this. And then he mm. uses the gum, all the like nice like James Bond like kind of little mm. nods and stuff. So it's yes. great. Yes. I've never been a huge you know fan of the Mission Impossible franchise, but like those first two movies definitely stick out as good action movies to me. Okay, even to this day. Yeah. But, but I haven't watched them recently, so like they hold up one and two, in your opinion? One it holds up, two is Ooh. a pile of trash. <laughs> It was a pile of trash. John Woo flick, right? Yeah. No, no, it's garbage. Poor John Woo. I'm sorry, it just does not work for the movie. I'll have to go back and watch it. I want to give it a try. But I believe you. I believe you. The ridiculous love story. It did have Thandie Newton in it, though. That was that was nice. I mean, the cast was. I enjoyed the cast of the second one a lot. I felt that the action scenes were kind of intense because no. of like the weird just gunfights while on motorcycles and things. That was like pretty fresh even for that time because uh, what the second Matrix movie was still a few years away. So the Olympic soundtrack too oh, to the Mission Impossible too. I think see this is bringing me back. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put yeah. that on and watch the movie. I think you're crazy. <laughs> I think two holds <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mission uh, Impossible right here. Oh, uh, but uh, one I love too. Yeah, I get, it's too much woo, and it, the woo, the woo, woo don't work. The woo, woo don't work. just oh, don't work. Goodness. In his hair, Fair. this is ridiculous. Yeah, he did have kind Tom of a Cruise's... weird like mullet thing going on. Oh man, the did. Tom Cruise mullet. Now the Cruise. Let's go to three. three. Okay, three. I not touched. I really enjoyed J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Did, oh, did yeah. this one. Um, yeah. And what made this one so good was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as as the bad guy. Just he's so menacing, he's so evil. Like okay. when he's first captured by Ethan Hunt by uh, Tom Cruise, like he's just like, "Who are you? What's your name? What's your family? What's just give me information?" Like he's just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get something from you, and then I'm gonna use it, and I'm gonna kill you with it." And Destroy. there's a point where he finds out where his name is Ethan, and he's just like, "All right, I have something to work with." And then he just he he's just so menacing. He uses very few words. Oh, he's a great villain. Philip C. Hoffman is a great antagonist. And he puts these like little like bombs in people's heads, like mm-hmm. he shoots them in, through their nose. Ugh. And and uh, who was it? It was uh, oh, Felicity. It's also J.J. Abrams' friend from. The girl who played Felicity. Oh, um, I can't think of her name. Yeah, uh, I can't either. But she got a bomb in her head, and then <laughs> no, and, and uh, Tom Cruise is trying to save her, and like the bomb goes off, but it's like a little mini bomb, so she just goes in her eye, like just goes. Pew, <laughs> like oh that. wow! Then, it's like both equally haunting and hilarious at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good balance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll check out three. I should put, I'll put, I'll put one through three on the server. <laughs> yeah. Three's, three's not bad. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. Now, yeah. He makes the, the whole film and that, yeah. and it's that film. He's uh, like, he's trying to have a love life and that. And that's the thing. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman finds out about his wife. Oh, eventually. Okay. Cause he's going to use all the information against him. Okay. Against him. Okay. Um, and then they, they, they are so happy at the end of that movie. And then number four starts and it's like, yeah, it didn't work out. <laughs> oh man. She <laughs> was a like, fanbot the whole bam. time. No, it was just like, I think he just could, she couldn't handle his lifestyle. Or something. Oh, that would have yeah. been crazy if she was like a killer Android that had like yeah. 
gun nipples or something. Uh, all right. Well, so missed opportunity. Four. And who did four? Was done by Brad Bird, which is an interesting choice. Yeah, He's an animator. Right. He did. Oh. Uh, uh, he did Iron Giant and oh, uh, shit. Okay. and the the Incredibles as okay. well. Okay. Yeah. 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 So those two. Uh, and those are good. He worked on uh, Simpsons back in the day as well. Oh, okay. um, that's why. But yeah, like I think this was his first live action. Okay. Directorial debut. Um, it wasn't bad. Uh, it was uh, also the one that I like to call. It came out of like 2012, no 11. But it was during that time when everyone was going to uh, Dubai, so it had Dubai in it. You got to have Dubai and everything during that time. Of course. Um, the uh, stunt, because this is when uh, Tom Cruise starts doing stunts. I would say around four is when he starts doing the, the crazy, crazy stunts. He he's always not just does, dangling from a ceiling. He's not just dangling or riding a motorcycle. He's yeah. doing something. This is the one where he climbs uh, Burj Khalifa, the biggest, tallest building in the world. Oh, and there's this scene, on the outside. Okay. There's this scene where you're over the shoulder of Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And he like kind of like swings out of the window, and the camera kind of follows him, and you just see the bottom kind of just opening up, and you can see the curvature of the earth because it's so tall. Oh and shit! You just that's have this, dope. You just have this moment of like, oof, like like almost okay. like a get a vertigo a vertigo for a second. Yeah, yeah you're just okay. like, ooh, okay, that's oh. a good shot. Your mortality clicks um, in. <laughs> but other than oh, that, yeah, I could die. I I didn't I didn't find it overall. Appealing, nothing, okay. nothing really stood out. Who's the villain? Just like forgettable actor. Fuck, who's the villain of that movie? John Woo is back, but John he's acting. Woo <laughs> is the villain. Let's see, Mission Impossible Four. It is Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg pays Benji. Remember Benji in the oh, oh, second one, which okay, is played okay, by okay. that Australian dude. Oh, is it Jeremy Rayner's the villain? Jeremy Rayner's in this. That's a good villain. That so, sucks. No, he's, he's not a villain. He's actually. I remember during this time, Mission Impossible Four, uh, Tom Cruise was like gonna retire, so Jeremy Rayner came in to oh, take his place. Shit. Okay. And then Tom Cruise was like, "Nah, just kidding." Didn't they do that with like the Bourne movies as well? Like, wasn't there like a Bourne movie where he was stepping in for fucking Matt Damon? I think oh, there was. It's the Sea Doo Girl. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, it's the Sea Doo Girl. Oh wow! She, uh, wow! She, uh, she's the villain. She's the villain. Yeah. Oh. She. she... <laughs> look it up. Look, look up. This girl, um, she was in like Bond. Yeah, she's, she's a Spectre. Girl, so I mean, yeah. I guess it's typecasting. That's what it is. She's fucking. She's stuck. Yeah. They just we want you um, as generic Bond villain lady. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel this one. I didn't feel her as an actor. I didn't feel her. I didn't feel really anything. Yeah. I know in this one, uh, Benji Simon Pegg becomes a field agent. He's no oh, longer he's... the guy behind the chair. Okay. He's out and about, so that's cool. That is cool. Good, good yeah. for Simon Pegg to get on his feet on the ground. Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation. Now, I don't know if you know, uh, Mission Impossible 1, he gets disavowed. Mission Impossible 2, uh-huh. he gets disavowed. Uh-huh. Mission Impossible 3, <gasps> He gets disavowed. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Four. Mission Impossible 4. He works for a former person who was disavowed. Okay. So he's disavowed by proxy. Yes. And this one, uh-huh. 
the entire IMF is disavowed, <laughs> and they have to go rogue. Oh shit! They bring back Vin Rames. Yeah, so Vin Rames is in all of them. Oh, he is part. in all of them. He gets he gets rounder and rounder throughout all of them. And <laughs> I'm rounds. pretty sure it's in his contract that he can sit the whole time because he's just sitting. Oh, he's he, like. Uh, later, Steven Seagal yeah. spider dude did chair. It's ridiculous. Oh. Uh, so Jeremy Renner does come back in this one, and also, yeah. um, what's his name? Alec Baldwin's in this. He's a CIA agent. Kind does of he like, shoot anyone in the face? Uh, he punches. Uh, he punches someone. Right. Yeah, I wonder he, if it's a real cut. He no, he doesn't punch someone in this one. He punches someone in the next one. Alec Baldwin comes back in the next. He's like yeah. a recreate character in the franchise yeah. now. Yeah, like How starting get tabbed, starting from. Five on, it's starting to be more like Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. they're they're really franchising. They're fran- like kind of franchising. Thing. So you're just they're like getting, trying to make it episodic. Oh, it's this guy from the thing that you're supposed to remember mm-hmm. that I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, yes, they got to go rogue because Alec Baldwin uh-huh. closes down the IMF agency. Also, he calls uh, Tom Cruise in this. I shit you not, a l- walking manifestation of destiny oh wow (laughs) i could see him delivering that line and it being kind of funny but also a little awkward a little too surreal it's ridiculous uh you're like a deus ex machina manifest but they go ghost to find uh solomon lane Mm -hmm. who is a former british agent who created this what is it called the a the uh syndicate Okay. The syndicate, which is like a network of former agents. Oh, okay, okay. And this Sweet one wasn't up. bad. This was, this was pretty good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. okay. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, so more disemvoweling leads to a better mission, mission Impossible. I like that. They just need to disavow They need everybody. to keep, yeah, you got to up the what if What if in the next Mission Impossible they disavow the country? <laughs> Whoa. You know, I like the way you think. There you go. Everyone's uh, all citizens have been disappointed. You're right. Rebecca Ferguson is in this. Who plays? Okay. Uh, she's in Dune currently, but yeah. she uh, she plays like a former British agent. Oh, like, probably tied like, to that rogue group. Okay. Uh, no, actually, she's just she. I think she, I forget. She is tied, but it's a she's it's like a double agent, a, maybe a love interest. Oh, okay. And she, yeah. But she keeps repeating. Ah, she, she keeps coming back. Okay. So we move on to number. six. Six? Yes. Is that where we're at? I believe we're at six, yeah. Six. I think. Fallout. Yes. Right? Yeah, because yes, uh, Vanessa Kirby is in this one. Yes. And Henry yes. Cavill. This is the first one. Yes. This is the mustache one. So this is Oh, great. shit. So this okay. one is really, really good. I enjoy. This was. He was like, more jacked fun. in this than the Superman movie. I agree. agree. This is crazy. Because he's, he's in a suit and you're just like, damn, I can see your freaking outline of your pecs in that suit, bitch. It's wild. Man. He literally like cocks his hands like a gun in this yeah. film. Yeah. It's he, like ridiculous. punched a wall at one point. He was just like. Bleh. Yeah. Like, he does oh this like really like. Like, uh, like squared off boxing kind of like fight, mm-hmm. which is, is, is pretty and you good. can just see his muscle shield. Yeah, that he puts so, up. Yeah, this one is Henry Cavill is playing a CIA agent helping IMF, but in reality he is uh, a part of a different uh, terrorist organization called the Apostles. Oh, he's so a double agent. That yeah, so he's a double agent. Um, that's trying to get the uh, the other agent dude Solomon Lane from the last movie uh, to help out 
to prevent a nuclear blast. This one's pretty great because the story's super simple. It's just nuclear bombs. We're stopping some yeah, nuclear bombs. Yeah, it's a classic bombs. spy movie. Like, yeah. nuclear bombs, we're going to go off and we got to prevent it. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's, we didn't get kind of convoluted sometimes in these movies, and it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't help. It detracts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Henry Cavill gets his face fucked. Oh, like, my gosh. At the end of the film, and then he gets Wild. like... Yeah, it's kind of brutal. They burn off that mustache? Yeah, they burn off half of it. Oh, no. He's going to have CGI it out of Superman And uh, Vanessa Kirby plays like a uh, a arms dealer. Okay. Yeah, which she she will show up uh, later. This is a funny scene where like uh, they're trying to figure out some of her information. So they show, they capture uh, a person with information. They tie him up. Uh, they pretend like he was out for two weeks and he's watching a TV that says like bombs exploded and it has Wolf Blitzer. Yeah. Well, I was going to point that out. Wolf Blitzer's in this movie yes. and I feel that Wolf Blitzer p- plays a news anchor on movies more than he actually is a news anchor in real Probably. life. Probably. At this point. At Probably. this point. But it's it's a moment like, where they it's fake, getting out of hand. They fake the the even the the newscast with Wolf Blitzer because the whole thing they have the masks right and the whole in the, in these films where they oh, everyone's yeah. always wearing someone else's face. The stupid fucking like oh. ridiculously good synthetic masks the that make no masks, sense. Yeah, you're just like um, how is it? It's like I was your grandmother the whole time. But like, what? <laughs> they essentially get information out of him, and then Wolf Blitzer's like, "Ha ha! I was Simon Pegg this whole time, bitch." <laughs> that's good. I like that. Yeah. I, I want to pretend that that's the reality. Pretty good. I really okay. enjoyed this the trailer song. for that. Actually, looked real. That was the first time where I was like, "Oh, Mission Impossible movie looks good." And Henry Cavill was solid as villain. Yeah, for sure. Moving yeah. on yeah. to the final one that is coming out. And it or is out uh, or it's it's a movie it's a thing yeah uh-huh. see it's out uh, we could go see it at ten twelve ten right now that's Let's true if we uh, rush we can catch <laughs> actually that's uh, um, <laughs> all right we're in the theater now we're sitting <laughs> so this film <laughs> is a part one of the end of the saga uh, essentially oh that's why so the this, second one's coming out next year so quickly they're doing like yeah. a, a matrix one and two kind exactly. of exactly so we're or gonna get a part three, two I mean. um coming out and that sh- supposedly is gonna wrap everything up i well wrap it up so they can reboot it with a younger more yeah. crazier ethan hunt so this one's about like a weapon uh-huh. uh, that's like an AI. It's essentially AI that's able to track and do more or less anything. Uh-huh. And uh, they're trying to f- get this key. And it's like this pretty cool key where it's like you put them together and it's like a cross key. Uh-huh. And you got to like disarm it. Um, okay. So the whole film is kind of like trying to get this key. And... Uh, more or less, uh, we run into uh, Haley Atwell, who's in this, who oh, plays kind of a she plays a pickpocketer or like a a thief, and we find out that uh, Vanessa Kirby was the one who hired her to oh. get it. She's a burglar. She's a burglar. Okay. And this guy right here, S S I S I Morales. Oh, I recognize him. He's yeah. the he's the main bad guy, essentially trying to. Uh, get the key as well okay and working with vanessa kirby and paul clemente is kind of like the bad hitman uh working with essay who plays what does she play again uh mantis yeah oh she's pretty good shit. as like a like a like a stoic like 
just kind of like assassin. She worked pretty well. Yeah, I that, thought. that makes sense. She's got a good build for it too, so it looks like they 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 actually had a pretty solid cast overall with all these choices. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like yeah. Um, and Finn Rains came back and got even rounder. Yeah. Um, I forgot. Uh, going back, I want to go back to Fallout because uh, what's his name's in it? Um, is it Fallout or is it? I think yeah. Uh, what? Um, fuck! I already forgot his name. <laughs> the dude who just murdered a girl. Did you just murdered a girl? Um, yeah, we were just talking about him a second ago. Guy just guy who murdered a girl, and we were talking about him a second ago. Who who murdered him? Oh oh, uh, um, Alec Felicity. Alec, no, oh uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was gonna say Philip Seymour Hoffman when he blew up Felicity's face. No, no, no. Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, he yeah, shot a girl in the face. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a scene in uh, the Fallout where he's like punching um, Henry Cavill, and it's just not. It's hilarious seeing. Alec this is not believable. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Last good thing Alec Baldwin was in was Departed, and that's it. Departed. That's it. When he is like beats the shit out of that dude because he fucked up placing the cameras. That was funny. So this movie does a good job at ending the actual movie while also teasing a new movie. So the or, opposite you know, of Dune. So pretty much the opposite of Dune, and uh, what else? Like every movie this year came out was like a a part like spider-verse didn't do it well um i think fast x supposedly just like ended the yeah apparently that didn't stick the landing either yeah there's a lot of problems with that but that still seemed to do financially better than i thought yeah yeah uh so somewhere after mission impossible 4 tom cruise goes on to do Edge of Tomorrow. One of the writers of Edge of Tomorrow is Christopher McQuarrie. Oh, okay. That's From cool. From there on, their love relationship started. Tom Cruise was like, I want to kill myself by doing a stunt. And Christopher McQuarrie's like, I want to film you doing it. Yeah, yeah. And they so, fell in love. And, and, and now they're trying to kill Tom Cruise slowly. Now they're slowly trying One to kill Tom Cruise. Yeah. They're going to see what they do. Edge of Tomorrow is such a good movie. Edge of Tomorrow is great. Oh, right? my gosh. I, I love, love I love that film. movie, too. That's such, that movie's oh a Oh, my God. They, I loved I could. That's a movie I could watch every year. Mm-hmm. That is solid. I, yeah. I was blown away by how good it was. It was stupid how, how well they translated it. Ooh, so good. But yeah, that's, that's those rare gems where tom cruise can still put out good movies he can he still has some in him but he's crazy and loves to run yeah he loves oh man i love to run he's insane. so much running in the there's like a scene in this one fallout where okay. he runs <laughs> into he runs into his wife old wife from this film that like she's doing uh-huh. she's, do, she's like a nurse uh-huh. doing like helping in like africa okay and he just runs into her and he's just like he talks to her for a second and then out of nowhere he's just like he's off he's off and that's how the scene ends and it's like supposed to be dramatic but he's just like gone <laughs> just like well I gotta get out of here sorry <laughs> I still hate you a lot of running there a lot of oh, running weird man um, huh. what if- so yeah we got one more oh, uh, man, next so year many, so many Mission Impossible movies I I'm, I'm blown away already done being written if it's coming out next year or <clears throat> or yeah. at least being polished. Yeah. Oh, they can't polish it. Writer strike. <clears throat> well, well, I mean, like 
it better be probably already some production. polished. Yeah, there's probably uh, production in there stuff that's getting cleaned up. Um, but yeah, no more writing. So sure. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure that movie's in like some watchable format. Overall, uh, these are films that I call really good films that I don't care about. The okay. subject matter. When it comes to espionage, like I, I'm not a big Bond fan. I would actually say I like Mission Impossible over Bond. Oh, okay. Um, but for es- like espionage, spy thrillers, I, I need it to be ridiculous. More of a, a Johnny oh, English kind of guy. Oh, there you go, lampooning it like Johnny English or like Archer or Archer's great. Yeah, either like o- over the top like uh, the gentleman or not the ge- ge- uh, what is it the uh, Kingsman. 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 Yeah. Kingsman's good with that. I like yeah. a lot of the guy we've talked about this before, like the Guy Ritchie um, spy movies are great. Yeah. I like the original Avengers, the British one. I like those a lot. Oh, no, yeah. That one for the 90s is fun. I like that kind of campy British like spy movies. That's good Michael stuff. Caine stuff. Old Michael Caine spy movies are fucking great. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They don't mm. do it as much for me, but mm. this is my review of movies that I... Great action. I will say the action in these okay. are confident, competent for sure. Nice. All of them. Like this one where you actually see him break his foot while he's jumping. He jumps. Yeah. And his foot just goes like this and inward towards him. And it's in the film. You're yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. And then he's up on crutches for a bit. Fuck. Yeah. Um, he's definitely become like a, a Jackie Chan style actor where he's really doing a lot of his stunts and being yeah. aggressive. Which is which is cool actually. I I, I dig that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I want to say four. Is your, I still like the original. One's stunts. your favorite. I'm I'm movie wise. All right, movie wise, I'm gonna say currently. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fallout is your favorite. Yeah. Of the mission. Then Apostles. three. Okay. Then wow. One. Okay. Then the new one. That speaks for three. That's good to, that's then good to know. For uh, f- oh, these two are both kind of forgettable. <laughs> They're blend. Yeah, I could take. I'll go five, then four, then two. Oh, I didn't put uh, the new one right. I'd probably put that behind one. I just realized the pun in the naming scheme. It's a spy movie. The sixth one was literally called MI6. MI6. Yeah. yeah. Ah. There <laughs> uh, but uh, in terms of stunts, I, I still want to go with the first one. Just that scene of the tension when he's in uh, Langley oh, trying he's to dangling. hack that computer and yeah. he's dangling. Yeah. Still solid. Like him Catch hanging onto a plane is cool. Yeah. Him underwater is cool. I like that too. The new one, he jumped uh, off a pl- uh, like off a giant mountain and onto a train. So that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise, keep. Keep at least, at least the at least the trailers are always solid. Remember, remember the Mummy trailer still. The, oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the stunts he did in that <laughs> movie—that <laughs> was so. Oh weird. no! Oh, so bad. Uh, but yeah, that's my Mission Impossible talk. Like yeah, it. you've saved me the trouble of having to watch half of these. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into our ch- uh, main subject. We're going to rewrite Terminator Three. Terminator 2, great movie. Terminator 1, great movie. Terminator 3, whatever version, you know, flavor of 3 you, you choose, not so great. Yeah. 
Not so great at 23 all. 23 itself, the actual third Terminator, not a good movie. Yeah. Interesting. Entertaining at some points, but not a good movie. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. So we're going to do our version of what Terminator 3 would be. And I will start first. Go for it. So my version would essentially be a feature-length version of T2 3D, the ride from Universal <laughs> Studios. Do you remember that? Yeah, Daniel? I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I so do. So if you're unfamiliar wow. with the ride, you kind of go in and uh, you're kind of introduced to like some Cyberdyne stuff. And then all of a sudden, like the, the screen glitches and you see John Connor, Sarah Connor. They're all like, no, nah, Cyberdyne's doing some, some fucked up shit, yo. And and uh, you need to leave. And, and, and we keep going into the auditorium and they show you their, their murder robots. They do some stuff and then they come down and then essentially uh, the Terminator comes and takes John into the future. And into the future, that's where the 3D part comes. It's like, it goes from a live show to an actual, like, uh, movie presentation. Oh, that's a cool trend. And yeah. uh, within that, uh, you kind of go through, and there's there's this cool action scene. And then eventually you kill this, like, T, like... 3,000 or 4,000 it's 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 like a liquid monster thing yeah it's okay they took the the premise of the 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 liquid concept already applied to to the terminator and made it like a boss they're like what if it's a crazy boss in a video game yeah so that's kind of like the basis of it it's like 30 40 minutes total this whole kind of experience that you get to see so i would start the movie off kind of like how the introduction to this presentation is almost where it's like you see all the cool medical things and stuff like that and then eventually bring you into kind of this room it wouldn't be like a auditorium ride situation i would treat it more like a kind of like a investors meeting with just like a a few people kind of coming through and they see the robots and oh fucking robocop like RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much more or less RoboCop. And that's when kind of like John and uh, Sarah kind of try to hack their way into their like entertainment systems. And then they eventually come and uh, try to take it down. Uh, and then they find essentially the uh, time machine. And that's where they kind of go back. And uh, I guess you got to introduce. I'm trying to think. Where would I introduce Arnold's character he would have to already be there you have to already come back in time um, and they would have to essentially go forward in time essentially I like the idea of uh, in the original third movie with Claire Danes uh-huh. that it's kind of like an inevitability it's always going to happen Judgment Day yeah. was kind of always going to happen. Well, they did that in uh, the X Men uh, House yeah. and Power Powers. How, yeah, excellent. So I like the idea of bringing that in where to this movie where essentially Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator is like your uh, Judgment Day is an inevitability. There's nothing that you could do to stop it. All you could do is help us. Mm-hmm. And so like the Sarah Connor's just like. He's right. There's nothing you do. They depart forever, and he goes into the future forever. 
Like, he just goes into the future to help fight a battle now at this point. And it would have those elements of the of the ride where he's first uh, in the world and there's those little, like, things kind of coming in. They have to... They're getting chased down and stuff like that. Oh, so this is going to uh, tie into kind of some of the Salvation kind of style stuff as well. Like how when they were first, like, driving around trying to deal with, like, the drones chasing A little bit if it, if it was, you know, a little better. Well, yeah, way better. Yeah. Salvation <laughs> not done in the daytime. That's, that's which such a low when, bar salvation like, is, man. All those God, scenes were in the daytime. So bad. I yeah, don't, I don't know why. Yeah, that's Get probably the... one of the worst to me. That's worse than three. Yeah, the actual three is better than Salvation. Oof. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I haven't I haven't fleshed out like the ending exactly. Like what is the how they would defeat? Like they just kind of defeat the. <laughs> The whatever monster, T metal, liquid metal monster at the end. I think there would need to be some type of MacGuffin or some person that they would would need to interact with to essentially be able to take it down. You could time jump to the future where either they're completely gone and live there or they've evolved to a non-violent, like, sentient Mm -hmm. version that's more powerful and friendly. And then bring that one back to defeat the past guy. Oh shit! That's like elements of the other third one now. <laughs> it's all coming. Jay <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a good idea, but you can continue your pitch. Um, and then um, I think the the ending would be essentially he takes down that liquid metal him. Uh, that version of Arnold Schwarzenegger dies. He'll be back, of course, because. He'll be back. Um, and then John's kind of faced with, like, the realization that he's stuck here. And he, but he yeah. comes to terms with it at the end. And he's like, he, it'll be like an ending with, like, him and his ragtag team. It's like, me and my friends. We're day three. We're, 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 we're out there. We're trying. Yeah, doing that recount. Where, the, yeah. How it ended with how, Starship Troopers. Essentially, or, like, how Sarah Connor was, like, talking in her, like, things. When, they're, the when the ship pulling up to the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's perfect. No, that'd be great. Yeah. He's Thanks pulling so. up to a gas station for some reason. Yeah. Like, how do you even have gas? What's a gas? Like, yeah. What's this even? This is just, just like... iconic. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. So that's mine. I just really love that ride back in the day. That was cool. I wanted to see a feature film. You know, that they would spent, have been real good. How much did they, they spent a lot of money on that. Yeah. James Cameron actually directed it. It's actually... It's... It's actually everyone. It's Arnold. It's uh, paired to like Captain Nemo and like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and things like that. Like that's one of the best ones I've ever seen where it's like a ride that's also a movie. Yeah, agreed. Um, It costs. No, that's not telling me. No, that's not telling. Okay, I can't find it. You know what this also like kind of reminds me of is that like the Japanese are always on such another level when it comes to this stuff. When mm-hmm. it comes to their properties and like converting them into rides, like there's so many full on, full length like anime movies that we've never seen because they're ride based, like either for Dragon Ball or One Piece or like yeah. uh, Pokemon or what have you. It's just like they 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 release like three or four of those a year since like the eighties. So <laughs> it's like a whole fucking wealth yeah. of like just those movies that we never saw. And the one we got was Terminator. That was the one that was really good. So good. So well done. No, I like Captain Nemo and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one. Was Captain Nemo was good. What is good, it now? It's a, uh, Oh, yeah. It's not even Honey, I Shrunk the Kids anymore. It's something else. It's some Star Wars probably or who knows. 
It is Star Wars. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Stop. Yep. 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 Stop, 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 stop. Just ring that rag out until it bursts into flames. <laughs> yeah, but I like that. I like that. That if if they had to make a Terminator three, I'd I'd probably pick yours over what I probably already accept as Terminator three. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Terminator five. Oh. Terminator five is what I would remake Terminator three into. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. would just use that because I liked that movie. I actually didn't hate it. Most people hated it. I enjoyed I it. Don't get it. Yeah. I thought it was way better than the actual three. It was Salvation was so bad that this one just fit. I liked that scene where they went back to Terminator One and like old Arnold fought young CG Arnold, uh-huh. and it was just great. Oh man, I liked. I I thought Emil Clark worked as like young Sarah Connor, but I would have changed it to actual old Sarah Connor and brought back. All the, a lot of the original cast that I could, yeah. except for Edward Furlong because he Ooh. did not age gracefully. Oh, he did not. It did not even compared to like Arnold at that time. Like I wouldn't want Edward Furlong anywhere near any remake of anything. Yeah, I just wanted him to stay in, out of the sunlight. Let's just keep him locked away. So I would write back a lot of that. I would have definitely um, probably fleshed out a lot of the. Uh, the weird twi- time travel paradoxes and tried to make things more matter, but it does play into the, what three originally said, where it was like, "Well, you got rid of you got rid of what Skynet became from mm-hmm. this thing, but something else popped up, and then yeah. that thing became Skynet, or the new Skynet, the new AI, because the AI is yeah. inevitable. It's like how they did in that X Men run, where always when they defeated the Sentinels or the AI or the robots in the future, a different type would pop up at some mm-hmm. other point." So like you've got to keep that. That's got to be inherent to three. Um, but I like I like a lot of the newer characters that are introduced. Like Matt Smith's character being like a a weird manifestation for Skynet. Like I think that he plays a good version of that. Mm-hmm. And he's not really used real well in a lot of movies. I feel and are often. And so it was great to see him used well in a movie. So that kind of was a nice little bonus. So it would be like half old cats returning, half cast of that kind of getting merged together. And there'd just be some like cleaning and like more better approach to how they're gonna handle the time travel stuff and how much time we spend in the future. Right. And uh yeah, like after that I would I would just wrap that up and like keep it and go from there and just not ever do a Terminator movie again and let the franchise die. Just let it let it end. die. Yeah. Cause at that point I just thought Genesis would also be the end of it. And so I was like, Yeah, this this is I like this movie because it's over. <laughs> it's done we're done with terminator it's, let's cap it off you guys it's, it's good i'll give you a, an applaud and we'll call it like you don't need let's to do any more it was a good try let's just end the series i mean i'm i'm gonna be one and this is where we could change gears in this conversation what what is your stance on terminator one versus terminator two uh, i like them both a lot of people don't like one as much they see it as a different film a lot of people love two I still love two more than one, but I really, really enjoy one for what it is. Because he's so menacing, like, in that film where he just does not give a shit. He's like, Sarah Connor, this Sarah Connor, bam, dead. This Sarah Connor, bam, dead. Like, no emotion. He's a killing machine. He's a killing machine, literally. I... 
I'm in the camp of one's the better of the two because two makes the Terminator kind of dumb. He kind of is like remember every furlong and he's like hacking things with his like was it like a Commodore sixty four like a, like an Atari twenty six hundred yeah. and I'm like this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know enough video games to know this is fucking wild and like absurd. Like I this, some of that got a little too campy and silly. Like kind of like how the RoboCops kind of started to do that. Like the difference between. Terminator 2 and Terminator 1 to me is the same as RoboCop 1 and 2, but for some reason people are like, yeah, fucking Terminator 2. And I'm like, wait, I like RoboCop 2, but nobody was like, yeah, RoboCop 2. Like, these movies aren't any different to me. RoboCop 1, for sure. But like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. RoboCop 1 is so... Well, yeah, but see, people hate RoboCop 2 so badly that I feel like it's not too different in how they changed Terminator 2. Oh my God! Kyle is showing me a picture of Everett Furlong, and I am, I am traumatized. <laughs> that was not even modern day. That was like probably uh, a few years ago. Like it still was bad. Oh like my God! He looked like something from Where the Wild Things Are. Ah, oh, Jesus! But yeah, like I don't. I just thought, and I say this with a lot of movies, and because I want things to end. But I thought just one Terminator would have been fine. Living in a universe where Terminator Two didn't exist doesn't sound like a bad thing to me, because I feel like because we got two. Oh my god, that other one, he's so fat. That other one on the right, he's so fat What's right happening? There. He's like a, he's like, he's like, Alfred, he looks like Alfred Molina. What's going on? I don't like this. Oh my god. I don't like this. Oh, uh, it's just, I'm pulling away. We get Terminator 2, that leads to Terminator 3, which then leads to Salvation. And then, which, uh, you know, we get Genesis, and that's like, I still don't think two, fucking 3 and Salvation are worth Genesis. And then we get Dark Fate, right? That's the last mm. one, was Dark Fate. That's probably right up there with Salvation. That's From bad. what I've seen, is that movie just as bad as those? Launched some of it, most of it. They I couldn't finish the end. Back some of the original cast bad, in a fun man. way that I would have kind of seen. Like, I'd take that and I'd put that in three. But no. No. Just, ah. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, the scene where he comes out in the original three where he has the coffin and it's filled with guns. That was cool. That was a cool scene. And great. then the fire, uh, the scene with the fire truck that Arnold paid for out of, he paid for out of his like. Yeah. Those are, there's some good to the original Terminator 3, but not, no. Nope. Fuck all of that. Just uh-huh. Terminator 1 and let's call it a day. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, if we could end it too, I would be fine with that too. But I just know that once you start it, just every you franchise, it's got to go. So that's why in my in my perfect universe, Terminator 1 is all we get. And that's all we need, man. Watch Terminator 1. That's fucking that, – nothing is as good in any of the Terminator franchise as that fucking police scene where he's just mowing down cops one after another. It's like, oh, my God, this shit is metal as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I stand. Let's just remake nice. Terminator 3 let's into just, Terminator 1. Just do, let's go back in time. Let's, go and just, back. let's watch it, it again. It just loops into it, but you're watching from a distance. So it's like from like a person's perspective. Like uh, Remember in like, is Prisoner of Azkaban, the third Harry Potter, yeah. where they're like watching their scenes play out from afar. So yes. you're watching the Terminator scenes play out from afar as like a, a random time traveler. <laughs> it's Kyle Reese again, but just slightly older oh, God. from a different timeline where he doesn't die. Oh. And he like comes up to Sarah Connor and he goes, I, I have to I have to knock you up because the first time I tried apparently it didn't work, so I'm gonna have to have sex with you again and she's like, No. But he rapes her, so it's like really dark. Oh god. <laughs> We're gonna have Tarantino direct. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Harvey Keitel's do... gonna be in it as the T two thousand. Oh hey. <laughs> Harvey Keitel. He but... cannot any and, and, and to save on budget, he doesn't transform into metal, but he can control metal. So he's like a magneto. Okay. All right. I dig it. Yeah. We'll see it. 
let's give him, let's make it happen. Tarantino's last film. That's a is a remake of Terminator Three. That's a remake of Terminator. <laughs> Uh, that would see that would be right up to Tarantino's alley. He'd love that. He'd love that. So I'm looking uh, Terminator 2 3D Battle Across Time at Universal Studios cost 60 million with the total runtime of the video and the film being 12 minutes and that only costing 24 million alone and at the time was the most expensive film per minute in the world. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a lot of money for something that's 12, a lot of 12 minutes. Yeah. Also, remember that um, Terminator light gun game? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's rail shooter. Yeah, the, yeah. Rail, the one yeah. Yeah, that's like the Aerosmith one. Almost. Take, yes, yeah, the same exact type of game. Yeah, take that and let's get a movie of that. What's okay. that story? Because like, okay. I always sucked at that game, so I could never get well, half. I got halfway through around well, a quarter. That's what I had such high hopes for Salvation. It's finally a future film, right? We're going to yeah. get something interesting. We get that scene oh, from no. 2, T2, that crazy iconic no. scene. We get that we world. Just get daylight. It's weird. Yeah. And, and you know, our technology is more advanced now, so it's like, well, could they do better CG? And they're like, nope, we're going to do really weak nah. daylight CG and no practical effects that are worthwhile. No, nope. and Christian Bale's going to yell at you. Yeah, and his on Batman set. voice, essentially. Oh, yeah, oh, on set. Good for Walking you. through the shot. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> what? Uh, that was big. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was a good freak out. That was a good celebrity right. freak out. Right. It had been Tom Cruise for a while, and it was nice that like Christian Bale stepped up and took the place, you know, throwing yeah. it back to Mission Impossible. His freakouts were, oh, they were great. <laughs> You're jerk. Very good. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Who does that? Who sprays water? People? <laughs> I'm in love, Oprah. <laughs> Watch I'm out. I'm ah! on this couch. <laughs> you remember the ones where they like light? They put the CG lightning from like Emperor Palpatine on in his yes, hands. Yes, and he's like tasing like, Oprah with his hands. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. Ah, uh, uh, good, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Indeed. Uh, Terminator Three. That's a good film. Both of our films. Great films. Uh, mm-hmm. It will never be made yep. it'll just be enjoyed in our minds but that's okay that's mm-hmm. okay too mm-hmm. i'm to okay with that yeah we don't just waste money on yeah. dumb ideas sometimes. type stuff doesn't have we to can just yeah. talk yeah. about yeah. it yeah things can just Sorry. be let go exactly. stuff doesn't have to get made things can end the world could be happy exactly um i think that's our lesson for the week I yeah think that's what we learned yeah. for the week i hey. think that's what we learned right there we're learning stuff um but that will do it for us this week danny you have any final Thoughts or words for the people? My final thoughts on this are that we need to make a movie that's a mockumentary about me going back in time and stopping Terminator 2 from being made. I, yeah. That's okay. my final thoughts. I think, right. I think I just struck gold right there. There it is. Uh, oh. It'll be on uh, GoFundMe Chef soon. Or... Yeah, yeah, this is safe. Yeah, we'll put it Stop up. putting your money into FP3 and start GoFundMe this week. Yeah, no, no <laughs> NFTs, no, 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 uh, none of these numbers. Top GoFunders will get non-fungible tokens. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it will be the movie poster on the token. Uh, oh, no. Uh, I lived a day that I, I, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I hate these fungible mm-hmm, tokens. Mm-hmm, I hate it all. Mm-hmm, I hate I hate cryptocurrency. 
That's what I learned. Uh, he hates it. Um, that'll do it for this. This this that this thing and that and the other edition. That'll do it for us this week. Uh, go to freespeechgeek.com to go see more stuff about us talking about stuff. Hey, you know at cons, there's this guy holding up the sign yelling, "You're going to hell." We kind of think that he might be right. <laughs> and we write about that. <laughs> no, but we do a breakdown. He might be right, but for the wrong reason. We might we do a breakdown on the differences between religion, aka that crazy dude, and you crazy fans. And it's not too far off. So go check that out. Um that'll do it for us. Um I need to sign off. Let's flip <laughs> flip the table, Danny. Oh no, the sticks on it. I'm not oh okay. Um I'm just gonna there you go. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you love this podcast, we have a lot more content over at freespeechgeek.com. We have upcoming convention coverage, news about your favorite weeb shit. We also do in-depth takes like, are some fans more religious than Christians, Jews, and Muslims? Spoiler alert, yes, some of you crazy people are. All that and more over at freespeechgeek.com. Go check it out, you psychopaths. <laughs>